What is up everyone? It's Quinn here and in this video I'm going to be going through my week 17 quarterback start sits. So breaking down every single week 17 matchup, talking about every starting quarterback and then listing them as either a start, fringe option or a sit. The starts are going to be the quarterbacks you would trust as your like mid to high end QB1s, the guys that you really feel confident playing. The fringe options are more of your back end QB1s, your high end QB2s. I will admit the quarterback position has just taken a massive hit this season with all the injuries. So there's probably not going to be a ton of quarterbacks you really love in your lineup this week, but hopefully you have a solid option here in week 17. Um, and then the sits going to be quarterbacks that you'd prefer to keep on your bench. If you guys enjoy the video, do me a huge favor, hit that like button. Any questions, drop them down below. I'll make sure to get back to you as soon as I can. But let's dive right into the Jets-Browns matchup. Thursday night football for the Jets here, no surprise. Whether it's Zach Wilson or Trevor Simeon, both those dudes are going to be sits for me. On the other side with the Browns, I have Joe Flacco as a fringe option. And if you're telling me like he should be a start, um, the way he's been playing in his four starts, I completely get it. For me, it's just the matchup that's kind of holding me back. This has been a pretty tough matchup for opposing fantasy quarterbacks. I'd imagine he would slide into my top 12 QBs this week. Haven't necessarily locked down those rankings. Those will be uh, Wednesday and Thursday, Thursday for the quarterbacks. But I do think he's definitely playable, um, but I wouldn't consider him to be like a mid-tier QB one or better. So he will be a fringe option for me. Then looking at the Lions-Cowboys matchup, for the Lions, this is kind of just where Jared Goff has slotted in. He's pretty much the definition of a fringe quarterback option. He's going to be like a fringe top 12 guy week to week. Um, not a great matchup here against the Cowboys, but he's been fine over the past couple of games. Then looking at the uh, Cowboys here, Dak Prescott, I think he's a nice start here. He's pretty much settled in as like a mid-tier QB1 week to week. I also think this is a decent matchup here going up against the Lions, so he will be a solid start for me. Then looking at the Dolphins-Ravens matchup, not a great spot here for Tua. First off, you know, you have the tough matchup here against the Ravens. They've been just very, very difficult for opposing fantasy quarterbacks to go up against. We just saw Brock Purdy, who had pretty much been rolling. I mean, just got completely shut down by this Ravens defense. And then you also have to factor in that Jalen Waddell, probably not going to be playing in this game, um, left the Week 16 game. So I think that's just two kind of negatives here for Tua. Still think he'll be probably like a high-end QB2, so fringe territory, but definitely not someone I have a ton of confidence in here going up against the Ravens. I'm in a divisional matchup between the Patriots and the Bills. I know Bailey Zappi had a nice fantasy game in week 16, but there is no shot in week 17, my fantasy football championship, that I'm going to be firing up Bailey Zappi as my QB1. He is definitely going to be a sit for me. Also, just not a good matchup here against the Bills. For the Bills, no surprise, Josh Allen, high-end QB1 every single week. Fire him up as a start with a lot of confidence. Looking at this Falcons-Bears matchup, um, for the Falcons, just don't have a ton of interest in Taylor Heineke. Never know what the volume's going to look like. And then this has also just been a tough matchup here. Um, the Bears have been a tough defense since the trade deadline. For the Bears, I like Justin Fields as a weekly start, really regardless of matchup. He has that rushing upside. Assuming like Moore and Komet are healthier, at least one of those dudes, he has decent weapons. So I think Fields is a nice start here as like a mid-tier QB1 play. Could argue him as a higher end uh, QB1 if Moore and Komet are both healthy for this one. Looking at a divisional matchup between the Titans and the Texans. For the Titans, really not interested in either quarterback, whether it's Will Levis or uh, Ryan Tannehill. But for the Texans, I think CJ Stroud, if he does clear concussion protocol, is definitely interesting. 
I'd probably have him as like a back-end QB1, so he would fill in as a fringe option. If it's Davis Mills or Case Keenum, would definitely be uh, sitting both of those guys. I really do hope we get to see CJ Stroud this week. I think, you know, for the sake of the other weapons, Singletary, Nico Collins, Noah Brown, uh, Dalton Schultz, but also just seeing CJ Stroud get back out there and get healthy from that uh, concussion. Just good to see um, if he can pull that off. In the next one, we have the Raiders taking on the Colts. Definitely a quarterback matchup I want to be avoiding. I mean, we saw the Raiders win with Aiden O'Connell. He didn't complete a pass after the first quarter. Definitely going to be a sit. Gardner Minshew has had some decent fantasy games, but there's not a ton of ceiling. The floor isn't super great either, so definitely going to be a sit for me. Looking at the Panthers-Jaguars matchup, I know Bryce Young is actually coming off a pretty solid fantasy game against the Packers in uh, Week 16, and this isn't necessarily like a lockdown defense here with the Jaguars. There's just no shot. I'm relying on Bryce Young. We have a very large sample size of this offense not being great, so he's definitely going to be a sit for me. Um, For the Jaguars, if Trevor Lawrence is able to play in this one, he'll be a fringe option. If he misses, uh, C.J. Beathard, definitely not cracking my lineup. He will definitely be a sit. We have the Rams taking on the Giants. And I think with Matthew Stafford here, the way he's been playing, the guys he has around him at the wide receiver position, Kyron Williams throw him in there. I think he's got to be a start as like a mid-tier QB1. One of the only guys who has just been very impressive, you know, very consistently over the past like four or five games. Um, And then for the Giants, whether it's Tyrod Taylor or Tommy DeVito, would imagine that they keep rolling with Tyrod Taylor after he came in, kind of almost brought them back. Both those quarterbacks are going to be uh, sits for me. Then we have the Cardinals taking on the Eagles. And I like both of these guys as starts this week. Um, For Jalen Hurts, no surprise, he's a start. He's a high-end QB1 week to week. Always has that rushing upside. The rushing touchdowns have been huge this season, especially if you're playing in like four-point passing touchdown you're getting the six points for the rushing. And then for the Cardinals, I just like this matchup for Kyler. He has the rushing upside with his legs, had a solid fantasy game against the Bears, even without you know his weapons really showing up and putting together big performances. So I think he's definitely a solid mid-tier QB1 this week. We have a divisional matchup between the Saints and the Buccaneers. For Derek Carr, I could see an argument from being a fringe option because he's coming off back-to-back strong games. And prior to the Bucs defense looking solid in week 16, They've been a little shaky in the previous few weeks. I just still think if you're in the fantasy championship, I hope you have a better option than Derek Carr at the quarterback position. And Baker Mayfield could be that guy. He's been solid over the past three, four games. I like him as a fringe option, even though it's not some sort of like smash matchup here against the uh, Saints. Pivoting over to the 49ers commanders matchup. I understand that Brock Purdy is coming off a game where he looked completely terrible. Seemed like he could have returned late in that one, but they just let Sam Darnold in. No point in getting Brock Purdy injured. I will 100% be going back to the well on Brock Purdy. This is just a night and day difference in matchup going from this Ravens defense to this commander's defense. He's still surrounded by stacked weapons. I would feel very confident playing Brock Purdy, assuming you know they just have him good to go. He's healthy. He's starting. I'm definitely playing him in my uh, fantasy football lineup. On the other side for the commanders, would assume they're going with Jacoby Brissett. If it's Sam Howell, doesn't really matter. Not interested in either of those guys going up against this 49ers defense. That leads us into the Steelers taking on the Seahawks for the Steelers. No, Mason Rudolph stepped up, had a pretty solid game um, in his first start of the season. I don't think that's something we're going to see every single week. They put up 30 plus points. Wouldn't expect it here in uh, week 17. So Rudolph definitely going to be a sit for me. And then for the Seahawks, I think Geno's like a fine fringe option. 
It's like a high-end QB2 play. We're going to have a divisional matchup between the Chargers and the Broncos. For the Chargers, definitely going to be sitting east and stick. Actually showcase some rushing upside in uh, week 16, but definitely not someone who's going to be uh, cracking my fantasy lineup. And then for the Broncos, Russell Wilson just continues to give you solid fantasy production. At this point, he may be working his way into like back-end QB1 territory, but still going to be in like the fringe tier for me. And then we have the Bengals taking on the Chiefs. Now for the Bengals, Jake Browning, pretty rough outing in uh, week 16. Not necessarily like the worst fantasy day, but kind of got him in a hole early on with a couple interceptions. I'm still going to have him as a fringe option as probably like a high-end QB2. Not a great matchup here against the Chiefs, but I think he had banked you know enough solid games in a row where we could go back to the well with him if you're not in a great spot at the quarterback position. And then for the Mahomes, this is just kind of where he is, back-end QB1 production. Weapons are just not great around him. Plus matchup here against the Bengals, but it's not like it's a complete smash matchup. So he's also going to be in the fringe range for me. And then the final game of the week, the Packers taking on the Vikings. I was actually pretty close to listing Jordan Love as a start. He's been very solid over the last like six, seven game sample size. It's not a great matchup here against the Vikings, but I think it's fine. Um, He's like right on the edge between a start and fringe option. He'll probably come in as like my QB 9, 10, 11 on the week. We'll see uh, on Thursday when my quarterback ranking comes out, Uh, but he'll be a fringe play. This Vikings quarterback room just in shambles at this point. You had Joshua Dobbs, who played well in his first couple games, then kind of fell apart, had turnover problems. You bring in Nick Mullins, thinking that he'll be more of like the game manager. Now he has six turnovers in two games. We'll see if they go back to Dobbs or if they give Jaron Hall a try. Um, regardless of what direction they go in, they're going to be a sit for me. I just don't think that you can trust that any of these guys, if they struggle, are going to remain in the game, which just makes the floor pretty much non-existent at the quarterback position. So that's going to wrap it up for all my week 17 QB matchups. Hopefully this helps you, you know, start to think about your quarterback position. If you guys enjoy the video, hit that like button, subscribe. Thank you all for stopping by and I'll see you in the next one.